everyone, I'm Tanathi Vijayakunawardhana and today I'm going to talk about the diversity of delicious cuisine across South Asia. This podcast will go over Indian, Sri Lankan, Bangladeshi and Bhutanese cuisine, although the diversity spreads far more than that. And if you wanted to talk about it all, we could talk about this mouth-watering cuisine all day. Anyways, let's get started. Many of the foods from the Indian subcontinent go over 5,000 years. The Indo Valley people who settled in what is now northwestern Indian subcontinent hunted turtles and alligators. They also collected wild grains, herbs, and plants. Many foods and ingredients from the Indo period are still common today. Some consist of wheat, barley, rice, tamarind, eggplant, and cucumber. The Indo Valley people cooked with oils, ginger, salt, green peppers, and turmeric root which would be dried and ground into an orange powder. Indians have used leafy vegetables, lentils, and milk products such as yogurt and ghee all along their history. They also used spices such as cumin and coriander. Black pepper, which is native to India, was often used in 400 AD. The Greeks brought saffron and the Chinese introduced tea. The Portuguese and British made red chili, potato, and cauliflower popular after 1700 AD. Mughals, who began arriving in India after 1200, saw food as an art, and many of their dishes are cooked with as many as 25 spices. They also used rose water, cashews, raisins, and almonds. Chapati, a type of flatbread from the former regions, is a common part of meals to be had in many parts of the Indian subcontinent. Other staples from many of the cuisines include rice, roti made from atta flour and beans. Foods in this area of the world are flavored with various types of chili, black pepper, cloves and other strong herbs and spices along with the flavored butter, ghee. Ginger is an ingredient that can be used in both savory and sweet recipes in cuisines from the Indian subcontinent. Chopped ginger is fried with meat and pickled ginger is often an accompaniment to boiled rice. Ginger juice and ginger boiled in syrup are used to make desserts. The main ingredients of desserts in the Indian subcontinent are reduced milk, ground almonds, lentil flour, ghee and sugar. Kheer is the dairy-based rice pudding and common dessert. Turmeric and cumin are often used to make curries. Common meats include lamb, goat, fish, and chicken. Beef is less common than in Western cuisines because cattle have a special place in Hinduism. Prohibitions against beef extend to the meat of cows and yaks to some extent. Pork is considered a taboo food item by all Muslims and is also mostly avoided by Hindus. Indian cuisine is characterized by its sophisticated and subtle use of many Indian spices. There is also the widespread practice of vegetarianism across its society, although overall a minority nowadays. Indian cuisine is one of the world's most diverse cuisines. Each family of this cuisine is characterized by a whole assortment of dishes and cooking techniques. As a consequence, 
Indian cuisine varies from region to region, reflecting the varied demographics of the ethnically diverse Indian subcontinent. India's religious beliefs and culture has played an influential role in the evolution of its cuisine. It has influences from Middle Eastern, Southeast Asian, East Asian, and Central Asia, as well as the Mediterranean cuisines due to its historical and contemporary cross-cultural interactions with these neighboring regions. Some of the North Indian cuisines include Avadi, Bihari, Bhojpuri, cuisine of the Uttar Pradesh, Kashmiri, Kamauni, Ladakhi, Mughlai, Punjabi, and Rajasthani cuisine. And some of the South Indian cuisines include Chettinad, Dhaivehi, Hyderabadi, Kerala, Karnataka, Mangalorean, and Tamil cuisine. The other cuisine I'm going to talk about today is Sri Lankan cuisine which has been shaped by many historical, cultural, and other factors. Contact with foreign traders who brought new food items, cultural influ influences from neighboring countries, as well as the local traditions of the country's ethnic groups, among other things, have all helped Sri Lanka shape Sri Lankan cuisine. Influences from Indian, Indonesian and Dutch cuisines are most evident with Sri Lankan cuisine, sharing close ties to other neighboring South and Southeast Asian cuisines. Today, some of the staples of Sri Lankan cuisine are rice, coconut, and spices. The latter are used due to the country's history as a spice producer and trading post over several centuries. The country's staple is rice and curry. Other dishes include my um, kotu, hoppers, and string hoppers. I am actually Sri Lankan, and my dad is an executive chef, so I've had the pleasure of tasting a wide array of this amazing South Asian cuisine. Another dish cooked in most traditional events is called kiribath, which is rice cooked in coconut milk. We actually have a cultural booth at Taste of OSU 2019 in February, so come check out this delicious dish. And fun fact, the most authentic Sri Lankan restaurant that I visited in the USA was called Lakruana and it's situated in Staten Island. Um, I highly recommend it, so if you have a chance, go check it out. Moving on um, to Bangladeshi cuisine, which is dominated by Bengali cuisine and has been shaped by the diverse history and riverine geography of Bangladesh. The country has a tropical monsoon climate. Rice is the main staple food of Bangladeshi people and it is served with a wide range of curries. Bangladeshi dishes exhibit strong aromatic flavors and often include eggs, potatoes, tomatoes and aubergines. A variety of spices and herbs along with mustard oil and ghee is used in Bangladeshi cuisine. The main breads are naan, parota, roti, bakarkhani, and luchi. Dal is the second most important staple food which is served with rice, parota, or luchi. Fish, you know, is a, is a staple in Bangladeshi cuisine, especially freshwater fish, which is a distinctive feature of the country's gastronomy. 
Major fish dishes include eilish, pabda, rui, pangash, chaitol, magur, bhedki, and tilapia. Meat consumption includes beef, lamb, venison, chicken, duck, squab, and coal. Vegetable dishes, either mashed, boiled, or leaf-based, are widely served. Seafood, such as lobsters and shrimps, are also often prevalent. Islamic dietary laws are prevalent across Bangladesh. Halal foods are food items that Muslims are allowed to eat and drink under Islamic dietary guidelines. The criteria specifies both what foods are allowed and how food must be prepared. The foods addressed are mostly types of meat allowed in Islam. Bangladeshi people follow certain rules and regulations while eating. It includes warm hospitality and particular ways of serving as well. This is known as Bengali Keta. The culture also defines the way to invite people to weddings and for dinner. Gifts are given on certain occasions. Bengali Keta also includes a way of serving utensils in a proper manner. Bengali cuisine has the only traditionally developed multi-course tradition from the subcontinent that is analogous in structure to the modern service style of French cuisine with food served course-wise rather than all at once. The next cuisine we're going to talk about is Bhutanese cuisine, which employs a lot of red rice, buckwheat, and increasingly maize. The diet in the hills also includes chicken, yak meat, dried beef, pork, pork fat, and mutton. It has many similarities with Tibetan cuisine. So that was a highlight of the types of cuisines in the South Asian continent. I hope you enjoyed it and thank you very much.